deep fakes, which digitally impose a celebrity or politician's face onto somebody's body in a scary real way, is at best worth a chuckle, or at worst, contributing to the downfall of democracy. But one artist is out to prove that not all deep fakes are bad. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Here to talk about one of the most unusual and entertaining cabaret shows ever is our senior European correspondent, Katie Collins. Welcome, Katie. Thank you for having me. So tell me about the ZZ Show. Uh, yeah, so the ZZ Show is an online cabaret show um, featuring some of London's top drag artists um, that anyone can watch from anywhere in the world. Um, and, you know, it's it's an interactive show. So there are a number of different um, performances, songs that you can choose from. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a fun uh, fun way to kind of get that performance aspect that you might be missing from your real life right now into into your home right and, and, and I, I was kind of amused by how you could sort of change different uh different artists and the way it would all kind of meld together in this admittedly messy way I, i'm curious like they, they you talked about in your story the fact that they used a little bit of ai a little bit of deep fakes how does the deep fakes deep fake technology play into this um yeah so the interesting thing about this is that the you know, they didn't actually get each performer uh, to perform each song separately and film them all separately. Um, instead, what they did was they um, captured the kind of the face and the bodies of each of the different performers. Um, and they got one artist to kind of, um, you know, do the performance. And they used that that artist's performance to kind of create a model that they trained all of the other bodies and faces um, to kind of adapt to. So what you're seeing when you're watching most of these performances isn't actually the artist themselves performing that uh, particular song and dance. It's someone else doing it and you're getting the kind of projection of um, of a different performer uh, projected onto them. And you can kind of, as the performance goes on, you can switch between the performers as you're watching a different song. Um, and you can actually watch... The, uh, them dancers, them sort of move between the different performers, um, which is really cool. Yeah, and these aren't necessarily the the flawless deepfakes we've seen elsewhere. You know, like those viral clips of Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg or Tom Cruise superimposed upon someone else's body, right? This mm. is this is a little bit more messy. It's mm. a little bit more organic, right? You know, talk about just sort of how it looks and, and sort of why it looks that way. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, you know, I think if you've seen deepfakes before, or if you, you might have seen them and not realized, but because often they're so good these days. Um, but, you know, there's, there's often an element of deception, I think, with deepfakes. You know, they're trying to deceive you into thinking that you're seeing something that you're not. Whereas these, you know, this is not the intention of um, of the ZZ show at all. Um, the The intention is to kind of show, um, you know, what the technology is, uh, you know, to kind of play around with that technology, to show, to show it in a different context, to show what it's capable of and, you know, um, I was when I was I spoke to the artist who created it um, for the piece that I wrote, and you know he was telling me that he kind of pointed out that a lot of the time with AI specifically, um, but you know all technology when you think about it, when the engineers are creating it, there's this um, you know there's this real focus on getting it perfect and getting um, you know you can't really afford to put things out into the world. Um, and for them to go wrong, I mean, people do all the time and there are, you know, there are bugs and security flaws and, you know, different issues um, uh, with with all sorts of uh, technology. But with if you're an artist, you can kind of 
test the boundaries of that technology. It doesn't have to look flawless. In fact, sometimes it's better if it doesn't because it shows what the limitations are. Um, uh, it allows you to to explore. And, and also, you know, he was saying that it was really fun for him to be able to to not quite know, you know, to train this algorithm um, and to not quite know what the effect was going to be, uh, which is a really interesting thing because, you know, I think one of the things that he was really trying to explore with this uh, piece of art is that he was trying to look at that kind of relationship between you know how um how much of a responsibility is it on the person that's coding the thing that's creating the thing um to you know like what's their relationship to the output um and you know in ai particularly there have been so many issues with um you know, trying to, uh, you know, with bias and using um, kind of uh, training databases um, that are, you know, full of, um, you know, the kind of the biases that we hold in society or the biases of the engineers. Um, and, you know, it's very easy to kind of distance, you know, distance yourself from that and say, oh, well, you know, it's the technology, the technology has done this, the technology has created it, but actually, it often, you know, our relationship with what the output is of, what, of, of the technology is actually, you know, a lot closer to, it's a collaboration at all times between humans um, and the machines. Yeah, and you talked with, uh, you said you talked to the creator, Jake Elves. Uh, beyond sort of the AI aspect and the technology aspect, what, what was his intention with his performance? Um, I mean, there were, so he is really specifically interested in kind of, um, you know, like the ethics of AI, and he's been working on um, working on this for a while. And I think that you know, first and foremost, uh, trying to explore the ethics of AI is quite a sort of you know nebulous, wonky kind of topic that not everyone is going to engage with that easily. Um, it's, if you don't have any knowledge and understanding of these things in the first place, it's going to be a bit intimidating, I think. Um, and you know, he. He was he was kind of making artwork about you know about AI, um, but it was he was saying himself he was finding it was quite dry and um, quite sort of cold and conceptual, and he wanted to create something that would allow people to, you know it would be really accessible and really fun, um, allow anyone to kind of come along and play with it and to kind of get something out of it. Um, so I think that was the kind of the starting point for him. Um, but, you know, he was also really focused on um, this issue that we've I kind of touched on already, which is, you know, a lot of AI, we've we've seen this in the past where the the data sets that um, that the algorithms are trained on are often, you know, so, um, you know, they're often they're a reflection of the kind of the people that are creating them. So these are often you know, white, uh, normative, um, bodies, um, especially with facial recognition algorithms and things. Um, and he wanted to, you know, mix that up and say, you know, well, not everyone looks like this. So what happens if, when we add to that data set, you know, faces of, of, uh, drag artists, um, and people that don't fit this, um, kind of gender normative uh idea that a lot of these data sets feature um so i think it was the it was like you know he was hoping to kind of make fun of and subvert people's fear of of ai um 
to a, to an extent and also to you know see what would happen when when you bought in um you know a bunch of different kinds of people <laughs> um so yeah um yeah i think you know that that was a big part of what he was doing um and uh and i think the out, the 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 kind of the result is really interesting yeah no it definitely was a interesting mix uh and and i i totally get that i've read countless stories about the issues that things like facial recognition have with uh, certain racial biases just because you know the folks who programmed those systems uh were had these inherent biases they didn't maliciously create a system that necessarily excluded certain people of color it just that was what the inherent bias was and it's interesting to see this artist sort of break that that paradigm a little bit i'm curious how you even found out about this show because it's i know it's floating around online it's, it's online it's available for free for anyone who wants to check it out but how did you even stumble upon this well um you know i think it's been a really interesting year for online performance as a whole you know there's as as the kind of theaters and performance venues that we go to um have closed down um you know there's been a real influx of exciting things that have arrived on the internet and i've been particularly aware of what's been going on um where i live which is in edinburgh in scotland um and edinburgh in case um you're not already aware it hosts the world's biggest arts festival every single august for the whole month it's um yeah it's like the it's it's a huge month-long kind of festival of theater and all sorts of things um and increasingly you know they've been looking about looking at and funding projects that that can be accessed online because the festival obviously didn't run last year um so um this is this is a kind of this whole project was funded by was funded locally to me by the edinburgh international festival um and that's how i kind of came across it really Oh, that's great. Hopefully, as the pandemic subsides, subsides, we'll be able to get some of these performances uh, in real life. Once again, I'm looking forward to that day. Katie, thank you for your time. You can check out her story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge. Or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>